Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, you've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Hey, check us out online at iworkforhim.com or awakenpodcastnetwork.com, a new resource here at I Work For Him, pulling together 128 voices from within the faith and work movement all in one place, the Awaken Podcast Network, awakenpodcastnetwork.com. Hey, today we're rolling out the second in a series of pre-She Works For Him podcasts. Martha and Martha Brangenberg, Catherine Gates, and Nadia Dixon are launching as hosts of a brand new podcast that we will launch on the 16th of August, 2021. But we wanted to let the whole I Work For Him audience know that this is coming. So we're attaching a She Works For Him podcast to an I Work For Him podcast. So I hope you enjoy the show today. Make sure you look for the She Works For Him podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms on the 16th of August. Martha, take it from here. You've tuned in to the She Works For Him podcast, where we connect Christian women to God, resources, and one another. We are your hosts, Martha Brangenberg and Catherine Gates, and you can find us online at sheworksforhim.com and on Facebook and other social media at She Works For Him. That's She Works, the number four, him. We can make plans for our career. We can work hard and even exceed our goals. But we can't anticipate the adversity, challenges, and disruptions that life will throw our way. Yet we all have to face these experiences to one degree or another. And yet those experiences can stop us in our tracks and really cause us to reevaluate our priorities, what we value, and even the direction that we choose. Ellie Nieves is no stranger to adversity and disruption. She launched a successful career as a lawyer in New York City politics and was often the only woman at the table. Today, she is vice president and counsel of government affairs for a Fortune 250 company, where she provides strategic advice to the CEO. She is also a founding member of the company's Diversity and Inclusion Council and launched the company's first employee resources group for women. Ellie had to learn the importance of relying on her faith to bounce back from the setbacks and health challenges that life threw across her path. Ellie's mission is to help aspiring women leaders pave a path to career success. She's married to Juan and has a, she's the proud stepmom of three adult, young adults. Ellie, welcome to She Works For Him. Thank you so much, Catherine. And thank you, Martha. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Ellie, we're going to talk a little bit about how you live out your faith and work and your faith and work journey, what that looks like. But I would love for you to tell us first how you became a follower of Jesus Christ. Sure. So you mentioned that I started my career in politics and I was just getting my foot in the door of, you know, working on political campaigns. And I was very ambitious at the time. I had just graduated from law school. And I remember uh, showing up at a political rally and looking at everybody on stage And just wishing that I was on stage with the people that were on the stage. I was just so ambitious. Mm -hmm. And um, believe it or not, somebody comes up to me who's a a staffer for another politician and says, hey, how are you? What are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to get involved. I'm very eager to, you know, see what's happening in the political scene. And he said to me, well, that's great. He kind of befriended me and then said, you know, I think that you and my girlfriend would get along really well. Can I introduce you to her? 
I said, sure. He introduced me to his girlfriend and she shares her faith with me. Uh, she takes me to church. She starts, um, you know, uh, studying the Bible with me. And even though I had uh, faith in my heart and I was believing, I just felt like they were asking for way too much. They wanted me to go to church on Sunday. They were wanting me to tithe. They wanted me to go to Bible study. They wanted me to go to fellowship. I'm like, guys, career is on the mind. I've got way too much to do. I don't have time for all this Christian stuff. Mm. So I kind of told them to back off in a nice, polite way. And then I went about my business. Uh, About two years later, I was fully now immersed in politics. I had gotten to kind of the top of my game where I was at the time. I was now running political campaigns and was now being considered as a potential candidate to run for office, which is what I wanted. And I found myself in my bedroom one day just crying out to the Lord. And I'm like, this is not what I thought. This is not what I thought I was going to have. And I fell to my knees and I just started praying. And what did I kind of came to the back of my mind was call Angelus. Angelus was the girl who had shared her faith with me. Mm. And believe it or not, here I was two years later, I picked up the phone, I called her and I said, it's Ellie. She knew exactly who it was because she still remembered me. And I told her, all I said to her was, I'm ready now. And she got it. And she took her time with me. She sat down, studied the Bible with me. And, um, you know, I just felt this the sense of renewal. Um, my ambitious was my ambition was now put into context. Uh, I gave my life to the Lord, and I haven't looked back since. God really watered that seed that she planted. That's he amazing. Really did, really yeah. did, and that's why I tell other Christians: don't ever get discouraged when you plant the seed just because someone doesn't receive the Lord right away. It just takes some time. Maybe that person has to walk a certain walk before they can turn back and actually do what it is that God was calling them to do, which is to turn their lives over to Him. That's right. That's right. That's great encouragement. So Ellie, you're an an attorney, a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant. You support women in leadership by building community, speaking. You have a podcast. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. So tell us what an average day looks like for you. Well, um, these days, they all my days kind of merge together because, you know, it's post-COVID. Everybody's working from home. Uh, So what I do is I get up really early in the morning. earlier than most people do, right? Between 4 or 5 a.m. to work on my passion project. Uh, I put in two to three hours a day on the passion project. And then I take a little break uh, to, you know, either work out or, you know, get something to eat. And then I start my day, you know. Of course, prayer is incorporated in there, a devotional, some Bible study. And then I start my day, my regular, my day job as an attorney, right, from nine to five. And then I try to end between five o'clock and six, depending on what the demands of the day are. And then I try to pull all gadgets down, turn off the computer and try to give my husband and my family my full attention for the next several hours, you know, during dinner and spending some quality time together. And post pandemic, that's, it's a lot easier to do that now. But pre pandemic, I was pretty much living out of a suitcase. Uh, And no day was the same, you know, uh, my husband and I both very busy uh, professionals, but we made it work. And uh, it always meant, you know, prayer together, making sure that even if I was on the road or him on the road, uh, that we spent a lot of time connecting during the day, texting, calling each other, FaceTiming. Uh, But uh, these days, uh, I thank the Lord for this uh, period of rest that he's given us and a time to kind of reorder our priorities in such a way that it allows for more family time and more together time. There have been blessings that have come out of it, haven't there? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, as crazy as that is. Listen, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Ellie Nieves on more on the She Works For Him podcast. Hey, you're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg, as we launch a She Works For Him podcast with Martha Brangenberg and Catherine Gates as co-hosts. And we have our guest, Ellie Nieves. You can check her out online, christiancareerwomen.com, christiancareerwomen.com. And she's got a giveaway, a free guide, How Career Christian Women Rise, 10 Habits for Success in Faith, Life, and Work. Get your free copy, christiancareerwomen.com forward slash rise. We'll be right back with more from Catherine, Martha, and Ellie. Let's face it, there's only so much you can accomplish in a day, right? As a busy leader, countless distractions are vying for your time. And making it harder is that these distractions are often important things, but maybe not the best use of your time or passions. You need help living out your God-given purpose, and thankfully, our friends at Belay offer just that. Belay, an innovative staffing solution with over 10 years of experience, has successfully matched thousands of organizations with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. With Belay's help, you can delegate to someone who has the skills to execute faster and more efficiently, leaving you to do what only you can do. Fulfill your purpose and be the faithful steward you are called to be. To learn more, just text 4HIM to 55123. Again, that's the number 4HIM to 55123. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're doing a She Works For Him podcast within an I Work For Him podcast as we want you to know She Works For Him podcast rolls out to the nation on the 16th of August, 2021 and with a hard launch on the 6th of September. Make sure you subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. She Works For Him is out there. You can also check us out online at sheworksforhim.com. Now back to you, Martha. Welcome back to She Works For Him with your hosts, Catherine Gates and Martha Brangenberg. We have with us today, Ellie Nieves. And I want to make sure you listeners know about her giveaway. Um, She kind of alluded to this passion project that she has. And I believe a lot of that is what's tied up in the website at Christian Career Woman, women, so that's plural, christiancareerwomen.com forward slash rise. You can get a free guide there, How Christian Career Women Rise, 10 Habits for Success in Faith, Life, and Work. And I just know as... You listeners, um, as we all lean in and hear more from Ellie and her story, you're going to just know that she, God has given her some very good nuggets that she's willing to share with us. So make sure you go and get that download at christiancareerwomen.com forward slash rise. So Ellie, thank you for sharing with us in the first segment about your day, because I think a lot of people, you know, I like to, you know, find out how are other people you know, spending their time. And I love something you said, and that was that you try to put away your gadgets and really give your family your time. And I know that that's been something a lot of us have struggled with during COVID because work is always there. You know, I've worked from home for years, but for people that that's new and they're balancing and struggling with so many things, it's hard to determine when the end of the day is. So um, I, I hope that that will encourage some people that, no matter where what you're doing, we need to make our family a priority. So share with us now, when you realized that God, you have a unique situation because you learned about your relationship with Jesus in the workplace, basically, through meeting somebody there and then living that out. But um, I, at some point, um, did you come to an understanding that God cared about your work 
as much as he cared about the pastor that was preaching to you or the missionary that you might be supporting in another country. Yeah, absolutely. And it happened over time. So I always had my faith with me. I used to have this pillow in my office that said, prayer, just do it. And I remember, um, and I keep my, my, my um, office door open and this young woman walked by and she saw the pillow. And then one day she just kind of pulled me aside and she says, oh, I saw that pillow in your office. And that was really encouraging. It was nice to see another Christian in the office. And, you know, something that I did without thinking uh, clearly encouraged someone Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of, you know, what God called us to do back in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, right? The Great Commission, Jesus. Uh, you know, we ha- we're supposed to go out there and make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that uh, Jesus has commanded us. And, um, you know, as, as time went on and these things started to cement in my heart, uh, you know, I started, you know, seeking out other Christians in the workplace, and I found them and we started getting together informally for lunch, you know, and next, you know, we're, we're, you know, uh, booking a conference room so we could do Bible studies together once a week. And next, you know, the word is getting out. Now we're having to set up a conference call line so people could dial in and it grew. It grew into a, a small movement within the workplace, uh, in the office that I was working. And it just reminded me that, you know, wherever we are, we're all ministers. Mm-hmm. We're That's all right. called to uh, preach the gospel and whether it's vocally um, or it's with the way that we live our lives. And in a lot of corporate spaces, it's not technically okay for you to go around preaching the word, right? But you are the word and how you mm-hmm. live your life. And you demonstrate that with things such as kindness when someone is rude to you, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Or being patient with someone when you don't want to be patient, when you're in a hurry and you want to get something done quickly. There are so many ways in our day-to-day interactions in the workplace where we are the gospel and we can live out that Christian life and really share about Jesus without necessarily having to verbalize it if it's not okay uh, in the workplace due to laws or regulations. Sure. Ellie, I love that so much. I wonder if you could speak to the Christian working women. How, How would you advise them to be better prepared to pursue God's purposes for their work? I think the one way to best prepare is to be grounded in the word. Mm. You know, I really look at the Bible as a life manual. And there are so many people that I've met in my path that have shared with me how they believe in God or they believe in Jesus, but they don't necessarily put the time into uh, reading the Bible. They spend a lot of time in prayer, which is super important. But I always explain it as, Um, you know, when we engage in prayer, that's important because, you know, the Bible calls us to be in continual prayer. You know, I go through my day, I feel like I'm having a constant ongoing conversation with God right in my heart and my head. I'm just constantly talking to God. But if I really want to hear from him, I need to hear from him, right? I need to open up my eyes. I need to hear that. That's, that's, that's how I hear from him. I open the Bible. So I pray and then I hear from him by opening up the Bible and really getting rooted in his word and learning more about him and not making assumptions about what God thinks about what's happening in my day or, or walking through the street and thinking that if I read a license plate, that that's a sign from God. No, (laughs) my signs come directly from the word. And obviously there are moments when, um, The Bible doesn't speak to certain specific situations in our day-to-day lives, but the more grounded we are in the word and the more we pray to him, right? That cyclical conversation, we pray, he speaks to us through his word. Then we also gather wisdom, right? So when the Bible doesn't necessarily speak to something, that continual 
exercise of seeking him out and praying to him, hopefully he will speak to us through wisdom so that we can make decisions that glorify him in our day-to-day lives. Absolutely. Romans 12 too, right? Says be transformed by the renewal of our minds so we can know what the good and pleasing will of God is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you gave us such great um, practical tips. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of us are like, okay, like, is there a formula for how to spend my day so that people notice I'm a believer or that they, you know, want to ask a question. And as much as you didn't intend for somebody to notice your prayer pillow, you know, things like that in our office do um, set a tone and allow people to have an open invitation. But like you said, just in how we respond to somebody in the office, just how we take those practical um, situations and and answer them in a biblical way, which the only way to really know what's biblical is to be in the word. So that really came full circle. And I'm sure that um, a lot of us can apply that to our lives. So as you... Um, alluded to a little bit earlier, I think now, can you just tell us real quickly what the uh, ChristianCareerWomen.com, what's that website and why do people need to know about it? Sure. So a little over a year ago, I launched a community for Christian women in the marketplace simply because I'm a Christian woman in the marketplace and I felt like I didn't have a community. I was longing for a community of Christian women that could come together and talk about our goals but then also reflect on those goals from a Christian perspective. Because I don't want to just be successful in life or in my career if God is not all over it. I want him to have his stamp on it. I want him to be the one that guides me. And I want to be able to engage in a discussion with other women who feel the same way. Uh, So I thought if I couldn't find one immediately, then maybe the best thing to do would be to create one. So I, you know, took a little bit of money out of my savings and said, let me go, you know, launch a website. Let me uh, start putting some graphics together. Let me create a community on Facebook. And, you know, when you build it, they start to come. Uh, So it's been uh, great to create this community for Christian women. We've had uh, some Bible studies in the past that you could find on YouTube. We launched a podcast based on the Bible studies. And then we have this online community where we pray for each other. We encourage each other with devotionals and scriptures. And it's just been uh, really great, especially during the pandemic. In those early days, we started to have these virtual coffee breaks and we addressed some of the uh, some of the issues of the day that were occurring. And it was a, a nice time and a great space for us to encourage one another with prayer and look at what was happening around us from that lens, from the Christian lens, so that we can stay uh, positive. And so, uh, so now we have a formal community that's uh, really there to help other women. And you're offering a download that can be a, that is available on that website, Christian work, ChristianCareerWomen.com forward slash rise. So listeners, go check that out for yourself and see what this passion project is that God has given to Ellie and the way she's living that out and serving women so well. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the She Works For Him podcast. Hey, we're going to take a break here. We've been talking with Ellie Nieves. Check her out online at ChristianCareerWomen.com, ChristianCareerWomen.com with our hosts, Martha Brangenberg and Catherine Gates. Don't go away. I know how you can stop wasting 70% of your work week. You heard her right. Ask yourself, you finish your work week feeling like you should have gotten a lot more done? Ever feel like you need to accomplish more to grow your organization but have nothing left to give? We've all been there. But to reclaim 70% of your work week, you need to learn to focus on purpose-driven productivity rather than profits. 
in order to be successful. So we're sharing a free productivity guide from Belay, the modern staffing solution with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. It's a compilation of their most tried and true resources for fulfilling your God-given purpose every week. Just text for him to 55123 to get your free resource and reclaim your purpose today. Again, that's the number 4HIM to 55123. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're doing a She Works For Him podcast within the I Work For Him podcast with our featured hosts, Martha Brangenberg and Catherine Gates, and our guest today, Ellie Nieves from ChristianCareerWomen.com, ChristianCareerWomen.com. Make sure you check them out online and check us out online too, SheWorksForHim.com, and make sure you check out the AwakenPodcastNetwork.com. Now, back to you, Martha. Welcome back to She Works For Him with Catherine Gates and Martha Brangenberg. We have with us today Ellie Nieves with the ChristianCareerWoman.com. And I want to just remind you that you can go to her website and check out this um, free download that she has. It's a guide, How Christian Career Women Rise, 10 Habits for Success in Faith, Life, and Work. And I can guarantee there's something in there for each and every one of us. So check it out at ChristianCareerWoman.com forward slash rise. Ellie, you mentioned earlier something about you, you started your morning every morning of working on your passion project. Can you talk a little bit more about what that is? Sure. So I mentioned, you know, that I have a full-time job as an attorney working for a corporation. So I also have a, a company that I launched 10 years ago called Leadership Strategies for Women. And I speak for and I uh, work for organizations that want to um, help their emerging women leaders become executives or effective managers in the workplace. So that's been my passion project for the past 10 years. It's something in addition to my day job. And I know there, there are a lot of women out there who are working full-time jobs who also want to uh, launch an entrepreneurial endeavor. Uh, so that's what I do in the, early, in the early mornings of the day. I work on my entrepreneurial endeavor as well as on ChristianCareerWomen.com. Uh, that's part of that initiative from Leadership Strategies for Women. That sounds amazing. And yeah. actually, that's kind of how we met, right? Through the leadership strategies for women. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and then, and I, I never, I never recommend that a woman just quit her job and start something new. <laughs> so if you're, if you are looking to launch a career as an entrepreneur, it always helps if you can start something while you're still employed, and then kind of slowly uh, transition out, or do both. Like I really love my day job. I have no desire to quit my job to do something else full time. I, I, I enjoy doing both. And I found the balance in my life where I can do both. Mm. That's and I think that's the key right there, you know, as we're listening and going, oh my word, how could I, how could I ever do that? You know, figure out what works for you. And nobody has to be like Ellie, but it might inspire somebody to say, well, I could get up an hour earlier every morning and put in a little time there and work that out. Um, so, you know, and I know a lot of people that do that um, in order to like, you know, work their side hustle or whatever it might be. So thank you for sharing that. So Ellie, I think that one of the things we'd love to hear from you, what is something that you read or have been reading recently that's helped you in your faith journey? Is there a book that you have been devouring or recently that's really made an impact on you? Sure. that Actually, it's on my desk. I've been working on this book. It's called A Gentle and Quiet Spirit uh, by Virginia Leffler. Hmm. Uh, and it's really geared towards uh, wives uh, and how they should, you know, uh, make their uh, how husbands a priority and how they should engage with their husbands at home. And this is something that's really helpful for me. 
uh, as a as a career woman because you know God calls me to be confident in the workplace and to uh, put my best foot forward. But He also calls me to be a good wife at home, and I have to balance the two. Uh, and I think a lot of uh, Christian women have to walk that fine line, right? Where uh, maybe at work, maybe you manage uh, a staff or a team of individuals, and maybe you uh, are very authoritative in the workplace because you need to be. But when you come home, uh, you know that tone has to change. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I'm a partner with my husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, we have to work together, and I need to, um, you know, have that gentle and quiet spirit. And that doesn't diminish who I am as a confident woman. It just means that I'm being respectful towards my husband. That I'm showing him how much I love him uh, with the way I communicate with him. And we value each other. And that's, you know, so I have to just continue to remember that, you know, that there are two different worlds that I navigate in, but it's um, one expectation from God. And I hope to uh, always remind myself in, in Bible study and, and what, what I'm devouring at the time. And right now it's this particular book. Wow. The name of that again was A Gentle and, and Quiet, quiet Spirit by Virginia Leffler. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Catherine, any last comments or anything you want to share about Ellie? Just uh, one more time, Ellie, tell people how they can find you and connect with you. Sure. They can look at uh, look me up at ChristianCareerWomen.com on the internet, or they can also find the Christian Career Women on Instagram or on Facebook. Awesome. Ellie, this has been amazing. And um, I really love that book, too. I'm going to check that out. I think a lot of Christian women... Um, that's an, that will inspire them because we can do both, right? We can be strong, confident women in the workplace as well as respectful and, and, and partners to our husbands and, and loving to them as well. So Absolutely. thank you so much for sharing that wisdom. And um, we just appreciate, um, we, we appreciate what you do every day. Thanks for being here. And thank you for all you do. This is a wonderful ministry and you've blessed so many women and so many uh, Christian men. Uh, with the work that you do. And I pray that God will continue to allow you to do that. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to She Works For Him with your hosts, Catherine Gates and Martha Brangenberg. We are Christian working women, helping other Christian working women to live out their calling at work as she works for him. Thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as we roll out another She Works For Him podcast within the I Work For Him podcast. Remember the official launch date for the She Works For Him podcast, the 16th of August, 2021, and the hard launch, big launch, super launch, can be an international launch on the 6th of September, 2021. Make sure you check us out online, sheworksforhim.com, and of course, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com bookstore.
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online iworkforhim.com. I Work, the number number four, him.com.